0800-150811. Our text line is double eight double three. The Temper and Beer Post text machine. Someone's going to have to call to distract me here, Brian and uh, Huckleberry, because I'm just staring up at the screen. I can't help but uh, take my eyes off this Portugal Fiji game. It's going to make for pretty dull radio if you're just going to let me sit and watch. Um, Portugal leads seventeen points to ten. Fiji need. Well, if the scoreline stays like this, if there's no addition to the score, Fiji will go through just by securing the one point they need. Losing the game by seven points or less is not what they wanted, though. All right, uh, let's get to your thoughts. 0800 150811. The weekend that has been. Motorsport fans, Bathurst fans, Kiwi fans, what a sight that is seeing two Kiwis once again winning. Bathurst, an all-Kiwi combination. Motorsport fans, we don't often make a call to you on a Monday morning. If you want to discuss uh, petrol heaven, feel free. It is open line talkback. I encourage anyone to discuss anything they want to talk about. It could be the Cricket World Cup. India flexing their muscles against Australia, despite, uh, at times, games that looked like it was going to get away from them, firstly with the ball and then with the bat. Uh, or you could talk about the ridiculousness of the South African batting, scoring over 420. Hold on, I think Fiji have scored. Pick and go to the left, and they are over. Oh, the world rugby breathes a collective sigh of relief. Fiji score. Kick to come. Could bring it back to 17 points apiece. 12 and a half minutes remaining. Uh, Dan writes, double news break. Qantas Flight 69 has done a 180 over Singapore. Dan, they might need uh, air traffic control to send them around, send them back, do a 360, um, and, and head back, because it looks like now Fiji will go through. We can talk about Rugby World Cup, and why not? The quarterfinalists are almost set, but we do know two quarterfinals that are very much set. South Africa and France and the All Blacks up against just little old Ireland. Little old Ireland, eh? Little old Ireland. Not my words. New Zealand, uh, a fantastic side. And for little old Ireland to be um, talked about in the same bracket as, as the All Blacks shows that how far we've come as a, as a, as a rugby playing nation. Um, but the respect that we've got uh, for for New Zealand is is through the roof. The form that they've got at this moment in time um, is is top draw, uh, and I'm sure that they they will be relishing this this um, this fixture um, to to try and put a, a few things right. So it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's as, as tough as it gets. I mean. Two weeks ago, it was a tough game, and you know this one was knockout, knockout tight rugby. So it gets a little bit tougher. It gets a whole lot tougher next week um, against the All Blacks, and uh, 
hopefully they'll need to be at their best to beat us as well. That was the Irish coach, Andy Farrell, speaking after his side's impressive win over Scotland. The opening 50, 60 minutes, absolutely brilliant from Ireland. Uh, they're able to take off Sexton after about 50 minutes, bring on the bench. The bench had a few issues. Injuries impacted uh, that especially. But the opening 60 minutes is as good as I have seen from any team at this tournament and uh, should have New Zealand rugby fans sort of drawing a deeper breath. So I'd like to ask you today, you heard Andy Farrell talk about the respect they have for the All Blacks, Little Old Island. So if they're Little Old Island, 5 million people, that must make us Little Old Island, right, Brian? Little Old New Zealand. Little Old New Zealand. We're just Little Old New Zealand up against Little Old Island on a huge, big occasion at Rugby World Cup this coming weekend. We've got full commentary right here. I would like to know the respect levels amongst listeners, fans out there for this Irish side. I'm detecting it's quite mixed. So let me know. 0800 150 Are you now happy that you've got Ireland in a quarterfinal? Are you worried? Do let us know. 0800 150 Brian Huggleberry, what's your, what's your respect factor when it comes to Ireland? Oh, I, I, Ireland, massive respect. My, my, my grandmother's Irish, um, so have to respect them. But also, I just want to point out, Ireland remind me of the All Blacks in, say, 95, the All Blacks in 99, 03, and 07. The best in the world, the absolute best in the world. But not on those days, not during those years at these World Cups. Ireland are due a loss, I believe. I believe they are due a loss. And I think we have, after you know, after getting a hiding from them being dealt to at home, I think we have the cards needed to beat them. Interesting. Huckleberry, what's your respect factor? Pretty high? I'm a bit nervous, Daniel, I'll be honest with you. Okay. bit nervous. Just a bit nervous? Just a bit nervous. Ireland are looking very, very good this, this tournament. So, I mean, yeah. you never know what's going to happen, right? But, like, hopefully they're due a loss, like Brian said. Due a loss. 17 games in a row they've won. I've rattled off in my, my sermon just the, uh, the the level they have reached, the amount of big wins they've had, the quality of opponent can't be questioned, right? What say you? What respect do you have for Ireland? And how big a threat are they for the quarterfinals against the All Blacks this coming Sunday? 0800 Or you can text us double eight double three on the temper and bedpost text machine. Temper and bedpost like no other. Let's start off with a few texts. Go on, give us a call. Um, it's 17-all still, by the way. 17-all, nine minutes remaining. Portugal, Fiji, both have a try, uh, two tries apiece. 17-all. Ricardo uh, Ball scoring his first international try for Portugal a little bit earlier was a particular highlight for me. Uh, 17-all. As it currently stands, Fiji will go three, through. Um, um, John writes, hey, Dan, would just like to say I wasn't a fan of yours. Oh, that, that's really nice. But since you have been doing a lot more on SNZ in the World Cup commentary, I'm now a massive fan of yours. Love your passion and enthusiasm. Keep up uh, the awesome mahi, mate, writes John. That's fantastic, John. That's really nice of you to say. That you didn't like my work until I actually started doing work? Hey, hey Dan, quick, quick question <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh, John knows I'm pithy, and I, and I, I like things like that. That's, and Rory, before we get to your question, writes, Daniel, what's your view on the All Black centre position? Does Rico give you confidence there? He hasn't scored many tries lately, and he, is he sturdy enough on defence, or is he a winger trying to be a centre? Um, he's a winger trying to be a centre who's become a centre. He's played a lot of test matches now at centre. This is no experiment. This is 
this is quite a significant large sample size of test matches. Um, scoring tries probably hasn't scored a lot at creating them. I, I think of the opening minute bust against France at the start of the World Cup showing what he's capable of. But I think the most important point you are raising um, and you might be intimating and hinting at is his defence. And I'm worried about our midfield defence, not because of him solely, but because he and Geordie Barrett haven't played a lot of test matches together. They are still um, getting to grips with that. And, and why am I worried? It's because who they're playing and the way they play and the reads they must uh, they make you look and, and take with their phase play. Ireland are excellent with phase play. They're the best attacking side in the world as far as putting players through half gaps, making the right pass, creating space. Fiji have just kicked a penalty to go in front 20 points to 17. So I don't think it's... Am I worried about Rico Iwani? I think I'm just worried about what Ireland bring and what stress they will put on our uh, midfield defence. And that's why in my sermon I said our defensive coach uh, has a massive job this weekend and we have got to get up in the faces of Ireland and defend with more intensity uh, and purpose than what I have seen a lot. It's probably the one thing I would like to see more of from the All Blacks. Really appreciate your question, Rory. It's a good one. Uh, 0800 150 uh, Summer rights should be a tough game against Ireland, but I think we can do it. And then should be an easy run to the final against France. Uh, thank you very much, unnamed texter, who's uh, given us a prediction on both those quarterfinals. Cliff, you can lead us off today. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. Hey, I, I think Ireland have learned a lot off the Crusaders. I don't know whether it's because they've had some sort of you know, influence and They've had coaches with the Crusaders over the years, but they they don't mind not having the ball. And when they when they don't have it, they'll dominate you in the collision and in the contact. Uh, they'll they'll play t- the middle of the park and they'll just make it tough for you to get anywhere. And when you cough it or they've got it, they'll suddenly break and score. You know they they did what we did a bit more like the All Blacks in sort of two fifteen. You know, we didn't mind not having the ball either, but we used to box kick a little bit, but we actually did get the ball a lot when in those days. We had good chasers who could actually compete, get up and take it, turn Ben Smith style. But, um, yeah, we've got to be smart if we're going to beat Ireland because they, they're not, they're not, uh, frust- they won't get frustrated. They won't get worried about the game. They, they're not going to try and push it. I believe they, uh, they know how to play. They know how to beat us. And if we don't play as well as we can and the right way, we don't want to kick the ball away too much. We, if we're going to kick it, we've got to kick it down the corners and then let them kick it out so that we get a chance of getting the ball back. And, um, you know, yeah. The, the, with, with the, yeah, what do you think? Uh, I wanted to touch on the cricket, but... Uh, yeah, no, yeah, do, Cliff. Like, I, I, I think you make a lot of good points. I, I just think there are so many ways Ireland can win games of football. Look at the way they're defended. Over 200 tackles against Scotland. That, that's a huge... That, that's 85 more tackles than they made against South Africa. 83, to be exact. So they can win in a variety of ways, and you have a lot of admiration for them. That's pretty clear, Cliff. Your thoughts on the cricket? Yeah, um... Australia, yeah, a pretty mild and meek effort there. They didn't take their chances in the field by the sounds of it. They didn't see any of it. But, um, you know, they didn't really get enough runs. And 
they let uh, it only took a, a one decent partnership for the Indians to get them. It, I think we've got a really good chance in this cricket. I think we've got batting well down. Uh, our bowling is sharp at the top end. We've got two great wicket takers now with Henry. I don't know about Saudi. I, I think we would be nice if we could get some pace in our third bowler. But we've got plenty of options with the Dibleys. It's a, we're a wee bit like the 92 team, where we had Willie Watson opening the bowling with, I think, Danny Morrison. Ken's didn't always play. We tended to get a lot of run overs out of Larson and Harry and Latham, uh, Patel, Dick Pat Patel. It was a it was a great year, a great series that was because we played. Good on you, Cliff. Good, good on you. Uh, I see some parallels. I'm not sure I'm comfortable comparing Trent Bolt to Willie Watson uh, today, at least. Uh, thanks for your call, mate. Steve, we've got to get to a break. You're up first after it. Stay with us.